Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. Good afternoon, welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op, offering fuel, food, and drinks on Highway 13. Arcola Co-op, you're at home here. Today we take a look at crops in the Outlook District. Harvest has advanced rapidly as many crops are maturing early and yields are well below average. Ag in Motion holds several events this Friday and Saturday at its site northwest of Saskatoon near Langham. Rain delays harvest but should help some pastures. We have advice on grain storage. Grain Growers of Canada outlines farm issues for the federal election campaign. And we have an update on feeder cattle prices in Saskatchewan. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Ms. Inc. Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Ms. Inc. 306-721-6667. Harvest in the Outlook District, about 235 kilometers northwest of Regina, is early this summer due to recent hot, dry weather. The Crops Extension Specialist in Outlook, Kaylee Kindrachuk, says combining ranges from 10 to 50 percent complete. So harvest around here is progressing uh, rapidly. Producers are anywhere from 10 to 50% done, depending on their area. Uh, further south is uh, further advanced than, than up here around Outlook. Um, and crops that are under a pivot are behind the dryland crops, but still ahead of where they normally would be. How are yields? So yields are well below average and quite disappointing. So what we're being told by producers is that they're seeing, in some cases, less than half of what they normally would, but there's quite a few that have said maybe a quarter or less than what they normally would expect in a regular year. So way low. Any numbers at all you can give me? No, I haven't heard too much for numbers, but they are saying that they are very low this year. So which crops seem to do the best and which did the worst during the drought? It was definitely dependent on where the moisture hit. Pulse crops seem to tolerate less rain, but, but they do need some. So we've seen some okay yields at maybe, like half of what we would normally expect with some of the pulse crops, uh, lentils in particular. And some cereal crops, I think, pulled through a little bit better than maybe what was expected. But for the most part, everything is down. When do you expect harvest to wrap? Depends on if the weather holds. If we do get some rain this week, which would be very much welcomed, it could be by the end of the month in some 
cases, but maybe by mid-September, end of September for the majority of the producers. Any combine fires? I haven't heard of any combine fires yet, but uh, as you drive around out in the regions, uh, most producers have their water trucks handy with them just in case. Has much been baled for cattle feed? There is some bales out there, and we're telling producers that if you do intend to use any of the crops as feed sources, uh, we do encourage you to get a feed test, especially in cereals and canola crops this year. For concern over nitrates? Concern over nitrates and then sulfates in, in canola, and you can reach out to our livestock and feed extension specialists who can help you out with that. The only thing else I think that I have here, if water quality is a concern, producers can still bring in samples to our regional offices, and we're able to test the samples in our office and then send them away to a lab if necessary. Kaylee Kendrachuk is the Provincial Crops Extension Specialist in Outlook, about 235 kilometers northwest of Regina. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroffs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavestroffs.ca and Farmtronics in Regina, your farm electronics specialist. From moisture testers to security cameras, keeping your farm running productively and efficiently since 1977. 380 Henderson Drive. Ag in Motion will be holding a two-day in-person livestock event at its show site northwest of Saskatoon near Langham later this week. Show director Rob O'Connor says the event will run Friday and Saturday. We're going to put on what we're calling the Ag in Motion Livestock Days. Uh, it's put together with the help of the Ministry of Agriculture, some sponsors such as EMO and FP Genetics. And we're going to have some different seminars there. We're going to have dog trials as well as a small cattle show on the 21st and some equipment demonstrations and such. O'Connor provides more details on the cattle show on Saturday. So on the 21st, we've opened up a show for junior livestock owners so they can bring their cattle regardless of the breed and show them. And then later on, after that's completed, we'll have an open show for adults or anybody. Uh, it's a jackpot show for yearling heifers, heifer calves, bull calves, and the prospect steers. Entrants can pre-register. We do have entries available. We have so far close to 100 entries already, so we're looking for it uh, to be a good day. O'Connor says the public farm event follows a difficult year due to the pandemic. That's our uh, intent, is to have something that's a little bit casual, gives everybody the opportunity to come together, but still has that educational portion, that opportunity to see some of the new equipment that's available to the livestock industry. But keep it nice and casual so that uh, people feel good about coming back together. O'Connor describes the equipment on display. Well, it looks like um, we have some feed mixers coming in, some livestock equipment, some fencing options, that, things of that nature. O'Connor also outlines the cattle dog trials. Cattle dog trials, um, we're putting that on in conjunction with uh, the association. And we have, I think, about 65 entries already. So we're looking forward to that being a, a full two-day of competition. O'Connor's seminars will cover a wide range of farm topics. Well, we've got a nice variety of uh, topics, and you can see them at, on our website, which is www.aginmotion.ca. There's a link there that has the entire schedule and all the different uh, topics and the speakers. But we do have things talking about some options uh, to 
help farmers fight salinity issues on the farm, as well as water issues for livestock, and then also some feeding programs and things that you can do with your farming practices to help with the feeding situation that you have. O'Connor says food will be available on site. Yeah, absolutely. We want to make sure this is a full day uh, experience for somebody, so we will definitely have food trucks, and we'll even have a bar. Uh, a nice feeling, a nice atmosphere where people can go walk around, see things in different little uh, parts of the show so that uh, no one ever gets bored or worn out. That's Rob O'Connor, Ag in Motion Show Director. The Ag in Motion Livestock Days will be held this Friday and Saturday. The day includes cattle dog trial, a junior cattle show, a jackpot open cattle show, as well as a variety of speakers and presentations. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. Joining me now is Ken Schaus. Now, Ken, where are you based? We're based in Bruce County in Ontario here, and uh, my office is in Ellenwood. And uh, we're in the middle of grazing country and feedlot country and cash cropping. So yeah. just a really good area for, for cattle production. Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, this is for anyone who follows you uh, on social media or, or is uh, or knows your, your business for sure. You do, of course, move plenty of cattle in from the east, in from the west. Um, and today we, we really want to focus on, you know, this this discussion of moving hay to the west, of course, where where the drought and and northern Ontario, but where the drought has has really drought and grasshoppers. Actually, I was t- talking to a producer last week who said, you know, they thought they were going to do okay for hay, and now the grasshoppers have moved in and and they're taking away hay. So, so catch me up first. Let's sort of start with a, a state of the union sort of thing. Um, you of course have been moving cattle throughout this period. Are numbers way up? What does it look like right now? So uh, in the last, uh, you know, 25, 30 days, it's gotten very busier. We've been bringing yearling feeders and heifers to Ontario from, you know, the, the hardest hit areas of the drought. And uh, we're, we're seeing cattle that have, are coming in that uh, have had, you know, from anywhere from zero gain to almost negative gains on grass. Uh, their grazing season started out, uh, you know, void of moisture, and it got worse, like you said, the grasshoppers. Um, plenty of cattle coming. There is room for, you know, these yearlings on, you know, coming off grass into the feedlots here in Ontario. We have lots of feed here, lots of uh, pen space. It's not like Alberta for pen space, but we do have, you know, pen space for, for feeder cattle to come this way. Mm-hmm. So now that's feeder cattle, though. Um, and, and there's two things I want to talk about today. One is, I think, so we know that, of course, there is a, a Hay West initiative that at this point looks to be being organized by the Canadian Federation of Agriculture uh, nationally and at a more regional level. Um, you know, and it, that, of course, I think many of us think about winter feed when we think about hay, right? We're thinking about, you know, farmers can't put up hay, we need to think about sending hay there for the winter feeding but realistically there's an immediate need because of course we still have cows with calves on right now yeah so 
I, I would I would say if there was something that we could do here, and if someone has extra hay, they could you know contact and, and get it on any means of transportation to get it west. Um, bringing cows east doesn't doesn't solve the problem. I don't think um, bringing bringing mature cows to Ontario, uh, southern Ontario, uh, it's a it's a big journey. It's a big cost. You know, it, there's feed and water involved. There's lots of lots of moving parts to bringing a, a herd of cows to Ontario. And I think space is probably the biggest limiting factor. Here in Bruce County, 40 years ago, everything was fenced. Uh, I don't see any, you know, any signs of fences anymore that could handle western cows. There could be some get placed here and there, but certainly no volume to, you know, relieve the pressure. Hay West would be a much better solution. Right now. So, and, and let's maybe touch on that a little bit in that, um, you know, for production in Ontario with with cows... And, and, you know, a, a cow-calf operation, those are very different. It's a very different setup than the West, right? I mean, Western cows, for the most part, are range cattle. I mean, they're, they're grazed extensively. They're not handled a lot. They don't see concrete yards like they would in Ontario, correct? Yes, and, and some of the older cows, like, they're pretty set in their ways in the West. So a fifth or sixth caver and older, you know, they just don't thrive here in Ontario. We have high humidity levels, high high amounts of moisture and you know they they actually i've seen western cows come to ontario and, and stand there and pout because you know they've they just they just can't handle the environment here it's younger animals second third calvers first calvers that's a different topic you know we, we can run them outside and but uh you know right now i i don't know of room for 100 cows right today that you know people have room for here in the province so Bringing cows east sounds like a great idea, but we just don't have the infrastructure, fences, places to put them. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, hazy, wind north 30 gusting to 50. The high today, 20, the low 11. Tomorrow, cloudy, periods of rain beginning in the morning, hazy, the high 18 tomorrow, the low 12. Friday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 17, the low 8. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 20, the low 9. Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 18, the low 11. Monday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 20, the low 11. Tuesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 18. Normal high for this date is 24, the normal low is 9. The sun rose at 5.52 this morning, it sets at 8.13 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, up north, Meadow Lake, 20 degrees. The cold spot in the southwest corner, Cypress Hills, at 9. Estevan and Saskatoon, both 17. Swift Current, 14. Weyburn, 16. Yorkton is 15. Cloudy in Regina, 15. That's 59 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northeast, 35, gusting to 45. Humidity is 72%, the barometer falling 101.8. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, 17, winds are from the north at 26. 
Once again, Regina Cloudy in 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, mcdougalauctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer is just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. Rain has cut a big swath across parts of Saskatchewan and Alberta grain belts. The moisture comes too late for many crops, but will improve pastures, but delay harvest. In Alberta, the municipal district of Bonneville, 160 kilometers northwest of Lloydminster, is considering declaring the region a disaster area. Reeve Greg Sawchuck says livestock producers are facing problems obtaining adequate feed supplies because of the widespread nature of the drought. I'm pretty certain that uh, council will go ahead with the uh, the declaration. Um, on its own, it doesn't doesn't really change things. You know, the province and the feds they're the ones who come out with the programs. What it does though is is create awareness for our local folks who um, you know have a better understanding of the plight that uh, some of their neighbors are going through. That's Greg Sawcheck, the Reeve in the municipal district of Bonneville, Alberta, which is considering declaring an agricultural disaster. The Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture is advising farmers to be careful with storing grain during harvest. The crops extension specialist in Kindersley, John Ippolito, has some guidelines for producers. Grain going into storage at high temperatures is prone to spoilage in relatively short periods of time. That may be the case for grain that has already been harvested or will be harvested in the near future. As an example, wheat at 14% moisture and 30 degrees Celsius is at risk of spoilage from molds within 40 to 60 days. Cooling that grain to 15 degrees Celsius will extend the safe storage time to 160 to 240 days. For longer term storage, it should be cooled down to below 5 degrees Celsius. Natural air grain drying or aeration systems are very effective at reducing grain temperatures. Most evenings are now cool enough that by running the fans overnight we should be able to achieve the desired temperatures. The amount of time that the fans must run to achieve the desired temperature is dependent on the airflow rate from the fan. The number of hours required can be calculated by using the formula of 15 divided by the airflow rate per minute. As an example, if the fan is capable of one cubic foot per minute per bushel for the grain in question, it would require 15 hours of runtime to completely pass the cool air through the grain mass. Safe storage of grain is a function of both grain moisture content and grain temperature. Cooling of the grain is a critical part of this management strategy. For more information on managing natural air grain drying systems and grain in storage, refer to the fact sheet Natural Air Grain Drying on the Ministry of Agriculture website. This is John Apolito, Crops Extension Specialist at Kindersley. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. 
This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com The latest market summary for feeder cattle in Saskatchewan shows some price increases. Acting Provincial Cattle Specialist Natasha Wilkie says cattle marketings are up this week compared to last year. This is the first week that we've had prices reported across all the categories. And so what we've seen is that feeder steer prices range from $266.88 per hundred weight for the 300 to 400 pound weight category to $177.80 per hundred weight for the 900 plus pound weight category. Prices for the 800 to 900 pound weight category, they increased $4.61 per hundred weight week over week to end the week averaging $190.86. And then the other price cate- weight category story that we had a comparison for was a 900 plus pound weight category and they went down four dollars and three cents per hundred weight to end the week averaging 137 dollars and 80 cents and then we move on to the heifers prices range there from 213 dollars and 20 cents per hundred weight for the 300 to 400 pound weight category to 171 dollars and 40 cents per hundred weight for the 800 plus pound weight category and for the heifers the only comparison we had was in the 800 plus pound weight category with prices going up $2.07 per hundred weight week over week. So what were the factors pushing up prices or seeming to influence the market? Well, as you know, throughout the summer, those feed grain prices continue to climb, so that can affect both the heifer and steer cash markets. Some good news out there is that choice beef cut prices, they have been going up the last couple of weeks, as well as we look out to the June contract for live cattle futures markets, that's also going up. So those should provide some support for our cash, cash markets. And what were marketings? Well, this is the week we saw a few jump into the market here. So Canfax reported a total of 8,814 head of cattle sold in Saskatchewan last week. And that's higher than 5,087 head the previous week. And then quite a bit higher than the 2,216 head marked during the same week in 2020. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Well, the, the market-ready the, for those guys, they stayed fairly steady. So we have the fed price for Alberta fed steers was reported $151.43 per hundred weight, and that's up 99 cents from the previous week's price. But when we look at the cow cow market, that's the one that's taking a little bit of a hit right now. So we saw D2 slaughter cows go down $1.58 per hundred weight from the previous week to end the week averaging $80.50 per hundred weight. And we look at the D3 slaughter cows, they went down $1.36 from the previous week, and so they ended the week at $71.83 per hundred weight. Acting Provincial Cattle Specialist Natasha Wilkie compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The Grain Growers of Canada wants to use the federal election campaign to push farm priorities. The Grain Growers has created a YouTube video to get the farm message across for the federal election. Here's some of the audio. Our economy is struggling, we are in a recession, and many without long-term, stable jobs. The good news is that our industry is uniquely positioned to help. We are ready to help create wealth and economic growth, while also leading our nation's fight against climate change. Canada's agriculture and agri-food industry is a key driver of Canada's economy. It includes over $142 billion, that's 6.7%, to Canada's GDP annually and employs 2.3 million people. And we're just getting started. But we need a little support from the government to help unleash the economic power of our sector. We don't want much, just a willing partner for a few key areas. 
Agriculture is one of Canada's high potential sectors. However, reduced research budgets puts the sector at a competitive disadvantage relative to other jurisdictions. According to recent figures, public investments in the agriculture knowledge and innovation system fell to 1.3% of farm cash receipts in 2017, half the level it was 10 years earlier. Canadian grain farmers continue to feel the pain of trade barriers in key export markets like China, India and Europe. The increase of nationalism and protectionism around the world can have both immediate and chronic impacts on prices for grain and grain products. The time is now to look at the future and unlock the country's limitless potential for agriculture. That's a short clip from a new video on YouTube produced by the Grain Growers of Canada. It highlights some of the concerns of producers heading into next month's federal election. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Viterra prices for feed barley rose $5 at $352.65. Canola fell $4.60 at $895.12. Number one red spring wheat gained $325 at $373.14. The rest were unchanged. Durham $552.43. Flax $809.21. Lentils $919.50. Oats 298.53, yellow peas 472.12, feed wheat 261.65. On the Minneapolis Exchange this morning, hard red spring wheat for September rose one cent at nine dollars twenty-two cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest livestock quotes. Assiniboia Livestock had our first pre-sort of the fall run on August 10th. 400 to 500 pound steers sold from 223 to 250. 600 to 650 pound steers sold from 185 to $2. 650 to 700 pound steers sold from 202 to 212. 700 to 800 pound steers sold from 199 to 213. 800 to 900 pound steers sold from 196 to 201. 900 and over pound steers sold from 181 to 191. Heifers are 30 cents back from the steers. We also had a regular cow and bull sale on August 11th. Cows have come down a few cents from our last sale. Bulls are holding steady. D1 and D2 cows sold from 74 to 82 cents. D3 cows sold from 59 to 73 cents. Canner cows sold from 38 to 49 cents, and slaughter bulls sold from 110 to 119. This is Jordan Stevens with the Cinnaboya Livestock Market Report. Have a great ranching day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Amsel 6200 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 240 to 254 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 6100 head, selling a range of 240 to 253 per ckg. Halves number one sows this week are selling in the range of 71 to 78 cents per pound of live weight. Hams cash flow price today is down and forward contract prices open higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 34 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2623. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.05 cents US. Daily US cash prices are lower midweek with both national variants down 74 cents US 100 weight relative to the previous day and the negotiated Western Corn Belt region 17 cents lower compared to Friday as Monday's prices for the Western Corn Belt were not reported due to confidentiality.
Formulas using a larger component of the cutout and price discovery are biasing lower this week, as the data value of the cutout is coming lower for the last two consecutive reporting periods out of the past three. It's much too early to call it a trend, but the cutout is seeing some pressure this week, and the ham primal has been particularly volatile. On Friday, they were up $22.70 a hundredweight. Monday, they reversed and were $25.94 lower, and in yesterday's report, they were flat, coming in higher by a modest 42 cents. Lean hog futures are modestly higher this morning after a dull day yesterday, but bouncing off the recent lows seen earlier last week and four subsequent sessions of support. The risk-off tone in the market was thought to be overdone, and the market responded, but is consolidating in the middle of the recently established range as the fundamentals are priced in for now and the speculators have stepped to the sidelines. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by the Prairie Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton, and Strasburg. The University of Saskatchewan is using cutting-edge technology to improve crop breeding. Researchers at the Global Institute for Food Security, along with researchers in Quebec, are using laser synchrotron technology to image and watch live plants distribute key minerals to survive under nutrient stress conditions. The goal is to develop more efficient plants with better nutrient update and distribution. By determining how fast nutrients move under stress and which elements travel to which areas, the project can help plant breeders design plants that move and store nutrients more efficiently. Researchers hope to extend the study into important crops like wheat and soybeans. Saskatchewan's credit rating has been affirmed by S&P at AA with a stable outlook. Deputy Premier Donna Harpower says Saskatchewan continues to have the second highest overall credit rating among Canadian provinces. The credit report says economic reopening and higher commodity prices should help Saskatchewan's economic rebound gain traction through the remainder of 2021. On the markets, the TSX is down 3 points at 20,359. The Dow has fallen 69 points at 35,273. Oil is down 97 cents at 65.37 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is down 9 one-hundredths of a cent at 79.08 cents U.S., and that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything A. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.